Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater, and every week we come around this table and we talk about things. Things that are on your mind, maybe things that you really don't want anybody to know, but you wish you had somebody to talk about, uh, talk to about the, the topics on your heart. And so today, I've invited a sweet friend that I've just gotten to know recently through Encouragement Cafe Press, and she has written a book called 300 Days Out of the Dark Night into Life. Would you welcome Debbie Lamb today? Hey, Deb. Hi, Luann. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, girl. I am excited about your book, and I've been uh, kind of looking over the shoulder of the gals who are uh, who have been helping you along the way and understanding that this really is a journey that you've been on writing this book. And I'd love for you to just kind of kick this show off, kick our time and conversation off today with why. Why is this book something that God laid on your heart to write? Well, this book is a journey, like you said. It's based on my own personal journey. And I started this journey of 300 days um, when some events in my church had just broke my heart and I found myself in the middle of, of change in the church and I was grieving friends that, that had left and I just got very depressed. And a friend of mine um, found me actually <laughs> sitting by myself in the back of the church and he shared his own experience that God had impressed on his heart to look for something good and he just felt led to tell me that for the next 300 days God wants you to find something good in every day mm. and that hit me I, I just heard the Lord speaking in that and so what I did was I began to write and the Lord and I just sat and read scripture and journaled and for the next 300 days, I wrote every day. Mm. And through this time, the Lord brought me out of depression. He began to heal my heart. He taught me about what was really going on instead of what I thought was going on. Mm. And I decided to write, go ahead and publish this manuscript this year because the topic of church hurt and when... When things happen in the church and our hearts hurt, so many times we don't talk about it. I've been involved in the church for many, many years. I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but many years. And I had never heard sermon based on specifically church hurt. You know, Debbie, I have seen so many people, uh, myself included, in the past get hurt by church things. And it's easy to then look at that hurt and let it take us down into the pit of despair or in a ditch. Or then we start even going, why, God? But you started finding a better way to deal with church hurt. And I I love what you were starting to tell us about 
a lot of people don't want to say anything when they're hurt. Yes. Um, I, I, I just really um, thought through, I guess, this year when I was trying to decide whether or not to publish the book. Is this something that is meant for this time in this season? And there's been a lot of um, conflict in the church. And out of that conflict, people get hurt. And I know even going back in time in my own history in the church, there's been other times and other seasons where the, maybe a church has split or something's happened and we are not always part of the core group or the um, the, like the staff of the church. So we don't always know exactly what's going on, but I see the church as my family, especially my local church is part of my family and my heart is directly connected to them. And so when they break or they are, they're in conflict, that's my family. Mm. And it really, it hurt my heart. And through this journey, the Lord was beginning to show me how I needed to rise above that and see things from His perspective, see people from His perspective. And a lot of the, a lot of what I walked through as part of 300 days has to do with forgiveness and letting the Lord work instead of me trying to fix things. Mm. Okay, so let's just pause for a second and talk about that because a lot of times we think that we can fix whatever's wrong. We think that we have control and then we realize that it's bigger than us, which honestly everything in life is bigger than we can handle without God. But what I what I watched you do with this 300 days out of the dark into life book is you started writing it down and being consistent with that. And I think sometimes there's there's healing that comes just from being consistently in front of God, writing down, reading his word and letting him talk to you. There's something miraculous that happens when we give up our control and we start allowing him to speak to us. I totally agree. And the whole 300 days journey was based on scripture. Every day I opened my Bible and I read and I listened to the Lord and he spoke to me through the scripture. He also spoke through songs and people and sometimes he just whispers to us. But each one of the 300 days is based on a scripture. And at the end, it has an action step. So what I believe the Lord wants to do with this book is to take the reader on their own personal 300-day journey of healing. And one of the best things I think about this book is that even though it has a theme of healing from church hurt, it covers so much more. This year of the, the 300 days was actually about seven years ago for me when I experienced it. And... At the start of the 300 days, I thought I was dealing with depression and grieving my church. But the Lord really was preparing me to survive that year because one thing after another happened. Um, and as the Lord took me on this journey, He used my transformation and the, the things that He was teaching me from Scripture 
He helped me deal with my mother's death. Mm. He helped me deal with trauma in my my own personal family. And things like that would have knocked me over if mm. I had not been grounded in the Word and holding on to God with everything that I had. Isn't it interesting that we're always surprised at how God works through different avenues? And I'm telling you, I learn more when I am in a broken place and in pain. And the reason I think I learn more is because I am totally out of myself. And I am leaning in and I am looking and I'm seeking. And when I'm like that, God can then show me, teach me, train me. Because I am no longer saying, hey, God, I'm going this way. Why don't you come along and bless wherever I'm headed? Instead, I am flat on my face saying, I have no idea how I'm going to get through this. And I'm so broken and I'm so much in pain. And God says, these are the moments that you're going to remember the lesson because you're leaning in so much that you're going to hear it and you're going to remember it. Oh, I so agree with you. And through through this 300-day journey, the Lord did, he did so much more. I don't know how else to better say it. He did so much more than what I thought he was doing. He had me looking for something good every day, and he had me in his word every day. But he was seeing the big picture where I only saw each individual day. Hmm. And I love that about him, that he sees the big picture He actually was shifting me in a whole new direction, and I never would have gone there. I never would have stepped into the ministry that I have today if it hadn't been for the 300 days. Isn't that fun? It's fun. God takes us on journeys that we didn't even know we were going to be on and didn't know we were going to love. A lot of times we get so set in in our complacency, in our comfort, And right now, our world is upside down, and I know there are some folks that are struggling because their comfort and their complacent spot where they've always been has been disrupted. And they they may not have church issues, but they've got issues that are going on in their life. So right now, I think, how perfect of God to not only take you through those moments at just the right time so you would be prepared for the next big thing in your life. But he's he's asked you to publish this book right now so that the people that are going through the crazy world we're in right now can find hope and find him in following along with how you came out of those 300 days. And I would love to hear about how that 300-day journey really was a healing oh it it was a beautiful healing it didn't feel like a beautiful healing in the middle of it but as I pressed into the Lord and as I just honored the commitment that I made to the Lord um, he honored that back to me and so there were days that were not good days and I struggled to find something good in those days but I continued on and it was a journey of healing that really encompassed every part of who I am 
um, there was a term that, um, as I went back and was working on the editing in the book, I noticed that it kept coming up, and it really is the underlying theme of the book, and it's called Intimate Surrender. And I love that because what the Lord really was calling me to do as part of this journey was to surrender even the intimate parts of my heart. Mm. Even even the deep places where I hid things, kind of the closets where I, I just threw all the junk in there and then I shut the door. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to heal those closets. He wanted to get into the reason why I was depressed. He wanted mm-hmm. to heal me more than he wanted to fix the situation in the oh, church. Oh, let's just pause right there because that is worth repeating. He wanted to heal you more than he wanted to fix the situation. Okay, girls, listen up. God wants to heal you. He wants to heal your broken places. He wants to heal your broken heart. He wants to have that intimate surrender with you more than he wants to fix your circumstances. And Debbie, wouldn't you agree that a lot of times God allows those circumstances to happen so that we will go seek him instead of trying to fix things? Definitely. I totally agree. And like I said, he knows the big picture. He knew before anything even happened in my church where he wanted to take the church and where he wanted to take me in this bigger journey. And if we are just willing to commit to the Lord that for the next 300 days, I will look for something good. I will hold on to hope in every day and I will read your word and I will listen to what you have for me every day just for the next 300 days. I couldn't have said for the next 10 years, but I made the choice, the commitment for the next 300 days. And I don't know why it's 300 and not 365, but I made that commitment and I was just willing to press into that hope. Hmm. And because I did that, the Lord transformed my heart. He healed it. Their depression is gone. Mm. It is not a part of my life. I've been through more depressing events, I guess you could say, since then, and it is just gone. Mm. Um, My perspective has changed on my local church, on the bigger church, my perspective on people in general. I love people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that I, I really want people to understand that. And one of the things that God taught me through this journey is how much He loves people. Mm. Well, He created us all, right? He doesn't yeah. show favoritism. And He says the big two things we're in charge of is love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And the second thing is love one another. Love your neighbor as yourself. And that's easier said than done. But I think what happened, it sounds like, in your 300-day journey is your focus shifted from poor, poor, pitiful me and all the things that are going on in my life to how can I look for the good? So I want I want to just encourage everyone right now to say, okay, God, 
Am I listening to this right now because you're challenging me to make that same commitment that Debbie made? God, is this your time to talk to my heart and shift my focus so that I can have a different perspective? Lord, if that's what you want me to do right now, then I want to surrender and have that intimate surrender for you so that you can transform me over the next 300 days. If that is your heart right now, if you are feeling that tug at your heart, it's not by accident. You are here. We prayed that you would be here, that you would accidentally stumble on. And we have we have stations all over the country. We have people listening all over the world. And it's not by accident that you are listening right now. Because maybe you are so discouraged and you are like, I don't know how to pull myself up. Well, perfect, because you're not supposed to pull yourself up. You're supposed to allow God to lift you, to shift your focus, to let you see life from a different perspective. So right now you're hearing Debbie Lamb talk about her 300-day journey because maybe this is your moment to get on the journey and watch what he can do. Debbie, I want you to share what this ministry is that now you said you would never have found your spot in this ministry had you not gone through those 300 days. Share that ministry with us because I want people to see that when we get to the other side of 300 days, God has something that he's going to open up that you could never have prepared for on your own or expected. So the ministry that the Lord opened up, the ministry that he birthed after years after the 300 days is called Families in Recovery Ministries. And we are a faith-based nonprofit ministry to individuals in addiction recovery and family members. And we like to say that the word recovery, it really means that the Lord wants to go back and find what the enemy stole. He wants to go back and and restore you and take you back to the way that God made you to be, which is not drugs. It is not alcohol. And so we minister to families who are in crisis. We love on them. We have helped individuals get into programs. We have a weekly support group that just is a great group um, who, who just come together and share their experiences and encourage each other and speak hope. And this whole ministry is based on what the Lord showed me in the 300-day journey about people, about how much He loves people. And even those that society might say are the least of these, that sometimes, you know, if you see one on a street corner you just drive by, God loves them. Mm. He loves them just as much as He loves you and me. And so my whole focus shifted because God heals my heart. And he had such, he had a bigger, greater plan in store for me than, than I had, I could ever imagine. You know, isn't that always the way God works? He will take our brokenness and turn it into something good if we are willing to be obedient and to share it. So I want to encourage you right now to jump in and find Debbie's book and commit 
Commit to 300 Days. Debbie, how can they find your book right now? If you want to find my book, you can go on Amazon and search my name, Debbie Lamb, and it'll come up as 300 Days. It's also available on our ministry website, familiesinrecovery.net. Okay, so I want to spell Debbie's name for you so you can make sure you find it on Amazon. It's Debbie, D-E-B-B-I-E. Lamb is L-A-M-M. And the familiesinrecovery.net is the website where you can find out more about her ministry. And maybe there's some way that God is wanting you to plug in to helping families recover. Debbie, I love your heart. And I love the way that you are using what you've been through to help others. And I would love to, um, I'd love to have you back sometime, maybe come around when we're doing an event, when we finally are able to do another event and talk to some of the folks who may have a book in their heart and want to talk about how do you get this out and in the hands of people, I'd love for you to tell that journey that you went on working with Encouragement Cafe's press and just know that one thing that Debbie is going to continue to need as God grows her territory, she's going to need your prayers because now that this story is out and now that people will find healing, Satan is going to pull out all the stops and attack. And I want you guys to commit to pray for Debbie Lamb and this ministry and all the broken folks that are coming to find healing in the middle of it all. Hey, Debbie, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. It was great. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online, when you get a chance to sit down and breathe, at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week, where we fill you up one cup at a time.